thank you for joining us today. Uh, I have kind of an interesting scriptures I'd like to share with you uh, that mean a lot to me, but I need to go way back to the early beginnings. Uh, most of you know that I was saved outside of the building. Now, I can tell you that's really possible. You don't have to be in a church to be saved because I would be lost today if that was true. Uh, but I was saved, so to speak, on the street. Thank God that uh, there are people that take the message out on the street and the highways and the byways. Well, when I got um, saved, I had no background. Uh, I knew nothing of churchianity or, you know, how to play the game. <laughs> when do you cross yourself? When do you kneel? When do you stand? I knew none of that's the, the, the stuff of the church. So the one thing I didn't have, when I got saved, the guy gave me four memory cards or five. I think it was five memory cards. And he said, memorize these and then read your Bible. I said, I don't have a Bible. He says, well, as a Christian, you probably should have a Bible. <laughs> so I went to Woolworths, which would be like a Walmart. And I, I bought a the cheapest Bible I could find. <laughs> and uh, that was my Bible. There was so much I didn't know. Um, in fact, if you would have told me some of the stuff I learned later on, I probably would have been frightened uh, of, you know, all, all the stuff you're supposed to know in Christianity. Well, <clears throat> I want to share with you some scriptures I was reading. These, these, are, these are good scriptures. Um, I was reading through the Psalms, and I read this verse, and it's stopped in my tracks. I'm going, wow, that's unique. Now, this verse, amazingly, is repeated in another place in the Psalms. So when God gives you uh, two basic verses in different places that say exactly the same thing, I think he's saying, in case you missed it the first time, get it the second time. And um, so I want to share with you the second time, the one that got my attention, and, and share with you the important thing. Now, no one told me this. Uh, I think Campus Crusade, in the early days, in their presentation for the gospel, they used... Uh, part of this verse, or the at least the aspect of the verse. But uh, the verse you want to jot down is Psalms, uh, in Psalms 138, verse 8. And the scripture says here, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. So when I read that, I'm going, wow. You know, God had a purpose for me. When I got saved, you know, as a teenager uh, out of high school, God had a purpose for me. Now, why didn't God reveal his purpose for me? Why didn't I know as a believer 
that God had a plan for my life or God had a purpose for my life. And I think there's a good reason. Um, if you grow up in the system, it's not a shock to know that God has a plan for your life. But if you're outside the systems, God has a plan for your life. I wonder what it is. Maybe I'm to be a monk <laughs> or a priest or something. You know, well, well, I wonder what in the world it is. Uh, and it's kind of frightening because I don't know anything. You know, so uh, it's a wonderful promise. It really is. Uh, and that the Lord will fulfill that purpose. But God is gracious. God is loving. And God um, said, Logan, if I reveal my purpose for you, you'll quit. And you haven't even got started yet. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to do those things. No way am I going to uh, do uh, what God's purpose is. So that this is really, really important that you have a purpose God designed you for that purpose. In fact, uh, there, a, a thing that was going around in Bible college a long time ago is, what's your serious spiritual purpose? And I'm going to make it through the school <laughs> with a family and, and try to make ends meet financially. That's my, my purpose. Um, but it's, it's more than that. But God unfolds his purpose when you can handle it. So if you're not a growing Christian, you may never have ever known what God's purpose was because the purpose unfolds and the purpose, I mean, the first was, God's first purpose for me was to memorize a couple of verses and get a Bible, <laughs> to join the club and, and to get involved in all of this. So it is important. Uh, because God's purpose unfolds. We're going to see that in another verse uh, on purpose. It's something that as you gradually grow in the Lord and you are willing to accept the insights that God has given you now, then God will continue to give you more insights and God continue to have that purpose unfold. But there are many purposeless Christians. It's a shame that they've never matured enough that God could begin to reveal why he called them, why he saved them. Uh, and, and there's things that God wanted you to do. And so the purposes of God for most people unfold. As I grow in my walk with the Lord, you know, as I read scripture and learn more, the purposes begin to unfold bigger and bigger. But if God would drop the purpose on you in the beginning, you'd quit. Now, what was interesting, I, I want to share some things about the purpose in, in my own life, the unfolding of it. Um, most of you know that I had a real fear of rejection. And so if I would have seen God's plan for my life, I, I never would, I would not have been willing to walk at all with him. Uh, I did not want to be rejected. I covered it up really well, but it was there. 
So as I began to grow in my Christian life um, and unfold, God unfold piece by piece things for me. First of all, what I make at the Bible school. Um, I didn't know what they were talking about. I told my wife, I, I can't go back to school. I said, we're paying money for this, and they're using languages I don't understand. I had no background, so when they talked about the rapture, all I knew, because I was a medic, a rupture. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I They were using these terms, and I couldn't connect with it mentally and so on. So if God would have dropped, dropped his plan for my life on me, I, I would have croaked. So, you know, it's little by little and piece by piece. Um, and God continues to work in your life if you let him. Now, when I uh, finally graduated from Bible school, um, the um, no one told me that I was going to end up teaching in a Bible college and be a president of another one. And I'm going, this is crazy. I graduated. There was cum laude, magna cum laude. And when they said, Logan, come lucky. <laughs> I was lucky to get out of there. <laughs> I, I did not have, I'm, I'm not smart and I don't have all those degrees. Um, in fact, I remember a guy came up to me one time and says, well, uh, you're a pastor of your first church. Yeah. He says, how many degrees do you have? I said, well, I was burnt once really bad. <laughs> Third degree. Uh, you know, I don't have a whole, all these titles and things hung on to me. Um, I'm just uh, a guy that found Christ outside of church. Well, as we began to follow, I pastored my first church in the mountains with the cowboys and loggers, and I got really comfortable there in preaching and teaching, and the fear of rejection was not uh, really strong anymore. Um, I knew more than most of them, so that helped me not to have fear of being asked difficult questions and so on. Well, after five and a half years in the mountains, I went to pastor in Tacoma. And this was going to be this a city church. And I was really excited that I'm going to really pastor a city church. Little did I know, I've never pastored from that time on city churches. And I've never pastored a church as wonderful as the cowboys and loggers. <laughs> I didn't know what a good deal I had. Um, you know, no one's trying to run anything. You know, we're hired you to do this stuff. You know, you do it. Uh, so what a blessing. And so you learn a lot. But anyway, when I went to Tacoma, Washington, to pastor my second church, God had a plan for me. And he didn't reveal it to me, but the plan in, entailed my coming back to Tacoma many, many years later and speaking in the Tacoma Dome. Well, if God would have revealed that to me, there wasn't any even, uh, they hadn't even built it yet. <laughs> so God did not reveal it to me that, yeah, you're going to be speaking in the Tacoma Dome, but there isn't one right now, but it'll be built by the time you get back here. Well, this is where you trust God for his unfolding in your life and unfolding his plan for your life. 
Well, the next verse that I want to share with you, and I want you to jot it down because it can be a real blessing to you, is in Psalms 20. This is the first time that the word for uh, purpose is mentioned, that God has a purpose for your life. And then, so somehow when I read 20, I, it didn't grab me, but boy, I'll tell you, uh, when I read the the second one, that really grabbed me, uh, Psalm 138 really grabbed me, the one I read first. But let me read the one here in 20. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, Psalm 120. And it's verse four says, may he or may the Lord give you what your heart desires and fulfill your whole purpose. God wants me and to help me to fulfill his purpose for my life. If you're watching this video and you are a believer, I can tell you on the basis of God's word, he has a purpose for your life. Don't compare purposes. Uh, right in this room, Paul is sitting with me. And Paul's purpose would, I would quit Christianity. <laughs> I'm not a computer person. And he's doing the web stuff all over the world. Our stuff goes, is working and all that. But see, God has a purpose for him. And he fulfills that purpose. Uh, my purpose was not to be a computer person, um, you know. So thank God there people have different purposes. And it's wonderful in a church when you have people that understand God's calling on their life. They were saved with a pur God's purpose in mind. And that purpose can change as you grow and as you mature. The purpose grows and changes. Now. So if God had revealed, even in Tacoma, when pastoring my first church of uh, uh, city-fight people, uh, I, I would have, I, I would have died. I, I would say, God, no, no. Uh, even though you said I'm going to come back and do this, I'm not going to do it. I'm not ready. I I still have a real fear of rejection, and I'm not going to come back. But what God did, as he will do in your life, he will allow you to exercise, in a sense, your faith and purpose. So as you go along, God gives new responsibilities, new opportunities, and so on. I know when I, my wife and I, in our engagement night, I mentioned before how we walked forward in church and dedicated our lives to be missionaries. I had no idea. I mean, missionary, it sounds good. You know, go somewhere in the world and tell people about Jesus. And that's, and, you know, I was in the army at that time and she was a telephone operator and, and we really felt led of God to do that. Well, yes, I became a missionary. Many, many, many years after that. I mean, I pastored a number of churches, taught in Bible colleges before I became a missionary. So God has a lot of training to do to fulfill his purpose. So just go with him. God opens the door to do this. 
teach a Sunday school class or to be involved in a small group and to lead one or whatever. Let God develop his purpose for your life. Well, I'll get back to the the purpose that frightened me. If God would have told me, I, I know I would have thrown in the towel. But a friend came up to me and he said, Jim, this is something I've got a vision and I'd like you to be a part of it. Well, when he shared it, I wasn't sure if it was a vision or a nightmare. Because <laughs> sometimes visions can sound like a nightmare. But he said, um, but see, I had already had done a lot. And so that helps. It wasn't like, wasn't dropped on me as a new believer because I had to quit Christianity. He said, what I want you to do is I want to have seminars for pastors and I want you to teach the pastor spiritual warfare. And I looked at him like he didn't have all his marbles. And I said, uh, do you know, um, pastors are the most critical people in the world to speak before? I know I'm one. <laughs> I sit there and, oh, why would he say it that way? And how come he didn't brush the hair back a little better? I, you know, it's unbelievable how critical a speaker can be of speakers. Well, he said, no, I really believe that God wants me to do this. And we're going to, I think we ought to go to 10 major cities and I'll speak pastors on whatever his stuff was. And I was to introduce pastors to spiritual warfare. And I said, are you really sure you want me to do this? He said, yes, I, I, I believe we need to let pastors realize again and remind them there is a spiritual battle and there is an enemy out there and how to deal with the enemy and how to prepare the congregation to deal with the attacks that will come into their lives so there could be more victory. So <clears throat> I agreed, but in the middle of, of all these weeks, I said, um, I have to go to Africa. I'm already signed up to go to Africa and I have to be speaking in Africa. He said, no problem, we'll just set up these different cities. Well, one of the cities that I was to speak in was Tacoma at the Tacoma Dome. Never, never in my life ever dreamed I'd ever go back to Tacoma. Here I was a pastor, pastoring a little church, go back as a speaker in the Tacoma Dome. Uh, but what's interesting, we did do the, the seminars. We had uh, every, of the 10 cities, uh, I the um, amount of people, because it was for missionaries, uh, pastors, their staff, anybody involved in actual ministering could come. And we had uh, two th over 2,000 at every city. And so that meant by the time we got through, that was 20,000 leaders that we ministered to. I mean, that was staggering to me, 20,000 leaders. And, and a lot of these guys pastor churches that, you know, the, the churches go around the block. They're so big. But what, what a blessing it was. And we got not one critical note or phone call. I was shocked. Uh, 
But see, when I had a fear of rejection, I never would have even, I mean, he couldn't have got me no matter what the salary was. And there was no salary. <laughs> we had an opportunity to go preach and share. And that was wonderful. But see, God did not reveal this part of his plan for me until I was ready to be able to step in and do it. And so if God has revealed things in your life of purpose and you say no, you don't know all the wonderful things that maybe you would have experienced if you'd have been willing to grow. Uh, in growing, I, I grew up um, in spurts. And so my growing, uh, a lot of people never, my kids never seemed to have it, but I had growing pains because my legs were growing and I would have joint pains and all, all kinds of pains in growing. Well, in growing spiritually, you're going to have pain. And growing spiritually, God is going to put you in situations where you have to trust him. And the more we learn to trust him, the more our purpose will be developed and the more he'll expand his purpose for your life and my life. So let me, this, is, this is beautiful. He says, may the Lord give you what your heart desires and fulfill your purpose. Also, it says, let us shout for joy for your victory and lift up your banner in the name of God. May the Lord fulfill all your requests. So, beloved, I don't know where you are and I don't know what you're doing. But I thought it's extremely important to see in the word of God, God tells us that he has a purpose for our life. And he mentions it twice, just in the Psalms, that he will fulfill that purpose as we surrender to his will, that purpose will be fulfilled. And it changes. Um, you know, I went forward in church to be a missionary before I was ever even thinking about being a pastor. But God fulfilled that. Years and years later, I needed to pastor a number of churches. Uh, and then I was more able uh, to work in missions. Um, so I, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be willing and say today, Lord, I know that you have a purpose for me because your word says so. And Lord, I want to fulfill the purpose that you have for me. And the scripture says he will fulfill that purpose if we will surrender to it. And so I want you to be open today and, and, and pray with me as we pray now, because I, I don't know of a, a more important message I could ever give you is a message that the word of God has made it very clear that God has a purpose for your life, a real purpose. And that purpose will affect more people than you have any idea. And it will continue to unfold. God's purpose for me now is to get ready to die. Because <laughs> I'm, 
I'm getting older than the hills. But I know that God has a purpose for me now. Those, maybe these webinars is God's purpose for me now. Um, and so let's pray that God would allow you to begin to fulfill your purpose or your calling uh, upon your life. Father, right now, you said that, that you gave each one of us a purpose when we accepted your son. We began to have a wonderful spiritual purpose. And Lord, help us to be willing to allow that purpose to unfold. Lord, in my own life, if you had, if you had revealed what you were going to do, I'd have quit because I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for it emotionally. I wasn't ready for it spiritually. And so, Lord, you're so gracious. You're so kind. And you're so wise to take us through life situations where your purposes for us can be revealed and strengthened and we accept them and we're glad for them and we can walk in them and we can be a blessing, whatever that purpose is for us. And so I, I pray, Father, of those who are struggling uh, right now, just reveal yourself to them in a very special way that you love them and you're there and that you will guide them in the fulfilling of their purpose, why they are a believer. My wife's purpose was behind the scenes, woman of prayer. And you couldn't talk her out of it. She was called by God to pray for other people uh, and a real prayer warrior. So I don't know what your purpose is for the person that's listening, Father, but give them the assurance that you're there and you will fulfill their purpose if they will surrender to it, that you would be glorified and your kingdom would be established and broadened in Jesus' name. Amen.